It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Broadcasting from the Gene Langan Volkswagen of Glastonbury Studios, this is the Rob Dibble Show. Whether you want us to not use sticky stuff or not is is, is fine. Fine. Do it in the offseason. Give us a chance to adjust to it. But I just threw 80-something, 70-whatever innings, and then you just told me I can't use anything in the middle of the year. I had to change everything I've been doing the entire season. Everything out of the window. I have to start doing something completely new. And then I'm telling you, I truly believe that's why I got hurt. Me throwing 100 and being 6'7 is why I got hurt, but that contributed. Now, alongside Ben Darnell, here's Rob Dibble. Well, it certainly is something you don't want to put in a player's mind, and by changing their routine is certainly something that Rob Manfred and the powers that be don't understand about major leaguers. And it's, it's sad to think that possibly changing the routine or what these guys consider part of their routine and making them do something, uh, I, I just it it's, it sickens me physically sickens me uh, if if Tyler Glasnow misses time or has to be operated on now because of a torn UCL in his elbow and will definitely keep you tuned for that. But Glasnow was very vocal about uh, MLB. A lot of other pitchers have been lo- vocal about it. Uh, the reason why I kind of like it from him is I've never heard anything from him. I've heard a lot of stuff from like Blake Snell. I've heard a lot of stuff from Trevor Bauer. I've heard a lot of stuff from a lot of other guys that are, are your you know constant contributors to their uh, fighting and bickering with Rob Manfred in Major League Baseball. But uh, Tyler Glasnow saying that the injury, and there's really nothing to really back this up it, uh, other than the whole fact that they're cracking down on the foreign substance stuff. Um, but, but he feels and he's confident that him changing the grip not having a foreign substance to be able to uh, help with that grip is one of the things that led to his latest injury. Well, there's some things that I disagree with with what he said, but I do agree after putting some on my hand today that y- you do have to learn how to throw with it yeah. on versus when you don't have it on. And if you've had uh, something, whether it's spider tack or something, on your hand, I'm sure your slot angle, and especially when you throw breaking balls of when that ball is going to release from your hand, it's got to be a different mentality when you're on the mound with or without that stuff. And, you know, I would say that these major league pitchers have been doing, like, they're creatures of habit. You know this. They they do the same thing all the time. And whether it is something legal or illegal, if you take it out of their routine, it is going to totally mess them up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's listen to the whole rant. I guess it's about two and a half minutes long. I want to hear Cause, it. Because yeah. I want to hear it. Um, I have a lot of respect for Glass now. He's having a Cy Young type year. I know we talk about DeGrom, but this kid, uh, 88 innings, 55 hits, uh, has 123 strikeouts in 88 innings, which is phenomenal. 27 walks, great command, 2-6 ERA on the team that's leading, I think, the toughest division in baseball, the American League East. This is Tyler Glasnow, uh, ace for the Tampa Bay Rays. 
I 100% believe that contributed to me getting hurt. Uh, no doubt, without a doubt. I think like it's it's ridiculous. I'm just gonna. I have used sticky stuff before. It's ridiculous that like it seems like this whole public perception of like. Oh, just like select few people. Like your favorite pitcher probably 50 years ago was using something too. In the past, I, my like substance of choice is sunscreen and rosin, like just nothing egregious, something to where I can get a grip on the ball. So it doesn't feel dusty, but two starts ago against the nationals, I went cold Turkey, nothing. I don't use sticky stuff to, I don't use spider tack. I don't need more spin. I, I have huge hands. I spin the ball fine. I want grip. I did well against the nationals, probably one of the best starts I had all year. I woke up the next day and it was like, I am sore in places that I didn't even know I had muscles in. Like I felt completely different. I switched my fastball grip and my curveball grip. I've thrown it the same way for however many years I played baseball. I had to change. I had to put my fastball deeper into my hand and grip it way harder. And I had to, instead of holding my curveball at the tip of my fingers, I had to dig it deeper into my hand. So I'm like choking the shit all my pitches. Waking up after that start, I was like, okay, this sucks. Something is, is weird here. And then that same feeling is persisting all week long. And then I go into my start yesterday and that same feeling just it pops or whatever the hell happened to my elbow. Like I feel it. Something happens. And I, I'm, I'm sitting out there just like, you got to me. Whether you want us to not use sticky stuff or not is, is, is fine. Fine. Do it in the off season. Give us a chance to adjust to it. But I just threw 80 something, 70, whatever innings. And then you just told me I can't use anything in the middle of the year. I had to change everything I've been doing the entire season, everything out of the window. I have to start doing something completely new. And then I'm telling you, I truly believe that's why I got hurt. Me throwing a hundred and being six, seven is why I got hurt, but that contributed. And so I'm I'm just frustrated that like, they don't understand how hard it is to pitch one, but to tell us to do something completely different in the middle of a season is insane. And I'm sitting here, my lifelong dream. I want to go out and win a Cy Young. I want to be an all-star. And then now it's all just because I like now it's over Tyler when you went cold turkey as you said you had no choice you had to do that you had to go cold turkey I'm not about to go out there and get like that's they said you can't use anything so I'm like all right I guess I just have to follow the rules like if you're going to tell me I'm not going to go out there and just do it I'm going to use nothing if that's what you want for me and if this whole new memo is going out like sunscreen and rosin is apparently the same as spider tack like all right I guess I'll just adapt and I'll learn and the only thing I learned is that it hurts to throw a ball in the middle of a season from having something to not having something as Tyler Glass now he is a partially torn UCL which is the Tommy John surgery they don't know if they're going to have to do that they don't know if they're going to have to shut him down they're going to different specialists but uh, the things that I picked up just off the top of my head having a rule be introduced 65 games into the season absolutely ridiculous that's the first thing off the top of my head why would you do this now because after the season's over then you're going to have to bargain with the collective bargaining agreement and either put this into the new agreement as a a permanent rule or they're going to say listen we're going to come to some kind of compromise but you don't play politics with players careers you don't change things in the middle of the season just like you don't move the mound back in the middle of the season this garbage experiment that they're trying in the independent league i think is disgusting but the balls are, are constantly with this mud on them and the way that they've been introduced to the players, even for the last hundred years, is garbage. You know, the players should have the right to use tools and, and have a say in how they're made. 
and compressing the balls, getting rid of the seams uh, steadily over the last 30 years, 40 years, um, I, I think is a huge problem. And then one of the things they've used to combat it, I don't think they're using this the whole, I don't agree with Trevor Bauer that, well, we've only been able to measure spin rate since 2014. I measured spin rate by how the hitters hit me. I didn't need a machine to tell me technically and give me the mathematical breakdown of how many RPMs my curveball was. If it was good and it was accurate, you couldn't hit it. Hit it. And this is what I mean by that. 123 strikeouts in 88 innings is amazing. 55 hits in 88 innings is amazing. I don't like the 10 home runs in 88 innings. That's a lot. But that just shows you, and his command is impeccable. It's 5-1 to one, uh, strikeouts to walks, 123-27. to 27. So I don't need a freaking machine to tell me that what my spin rate is. So Trevor Bauer can have all of his, his you know, uh, you know, track man and rap soto and all the other stuff, but the best way of judging how you're doing is the major league hitters let you know, and we know they're struggling. Major League Baseball knows they're struggling. So what are they going to do? We're going to try to get into the pitchers' heads. And then you have the, the media, which is, is so stroking the owners and MLB with this, oh, and over the last two weeks, you know, the RPMs are down. Don't tell me that garbage. I'm not seeing a huge spike in offense. I'm still seeing the guys struggling struggle. I am still seeing 23 teams hitting under 245, which was the awful overall batting average in Major League Baseball last year. So the statistics don't back up the argument that Major League Baseball is using to implement this new rule. You know, like it or not, it is the rule. And a very interesting quote that I just found from Alex Cora on the what he said to his team before the game yesterday. Um, Cora, as you know, is suspended from baseball from the 2017 Houston Astros and the whole sign-stealing sc- scandal. He said, quote, I come from a suspension and I know how embarrassing that is and how tough that is only on you, not only on you as a person, but your family and your friends and all the people that you love. Ten games, a year, two years, three years, it doesn't matter. Being suspended is hell and you don't want to go through that. I was very open to his team, to my team, and hopefully they understand. It's just interesting to hear Cora say that and knowing that, like, listen, I know everyone's doing it. I know that it sucks. And just like Glasnow, it's a, it's a travesty that they're changing this in the middle of the year. Uh, but the rules are what the rules are. And if you get suspended because of this, like, you're going to be out. It, it, there's no if, well, but it's a ridiculous rule. It, it's it's right? you you don't have anything to back you up. I've said this before. I'll say it again. Show me some video. Show show me somebody cheating. Like uh, Peter Gammons was on MLB this morning. I was I was having my coffee and watching Peter Gammons, and he brought up 1973 at the Kingdome and Gaylord Perry, the only guy that's ever been ejected for foreign substance on the ball. Um, in the game, he was warned. If you continue to go to your hat, go to your hair, do all your little things, they knew he was cheating, and they kicked him out of the game in the seventh inning. They had video of it, and that's why they basically said, and they had the balls with the goop on it, and that was when he was throwing his famous spitball. So I want to see... I want to see how everyone is using it. I want to see you having the video if you're Josh Donaldson. Put it out there. 
Let's let's. I've said this way back when A Rod was singled out. Remember when A Rod was singled out from 2003? He was the only name leaked out there. Who did that? And who does that? And, and, and you know I dislike A-Rod. Oh, yeah. But he was the only guy <laughs> from 110 players that tested positive for using testosterone-based stuff and the steroids back then that flipped the switch to mandatory testing. I want to know the other nine guys. I don't think it's fair that he was, you know, thrown out there and his name was. Now, all these other guys that were whispered to be doing it, that that ruined their reputations as well. Big Poppy's one of those guys. That might hamper him from going to the Hall of Fame. Another problem I have is they've already started bringing it up. This might hurt some pitchers for the Hall of Fame. For what? You, You have nobody that you've told me that has been caught using this. So it's it's all hearsay. It's all you writing these articles. It's Buster only. Jeff Passan. You guys didn't play. I want you to point out one guy that you know definitively that is cheating. Quit saying Trevor Bauer. Prove it. Quit saying I've got spin rate. Spin rate means jack to me. That means maybe the guy's got a tired arm. That means maybe the guy got a bad batch of balls that day. That that your your technology means nothing to me because I can show you data all day that major league hitters suck this year. That there is a a majority of players refuse to hit the ball the other way in the shift. There's a majority of players that are hitting below the Mendoza line line and they're still in the major leagues. Why? Never in the history of Major League Baseball have so many guys failed so miserably that aren't being sent back to the minor leagues. Theo Epstein just came out and said, we've got to, we've got to go after the pitchers because we like the way the players are underperforming. We're going to continue to pay them for underperforming. I, I don't think that's a good formula. I don't think that's a good product for people to see. That, that lack of action on the baseball field, you can't attribute it all to the pitchers. Some of this, this guilt lies with the hitters refusing to change their, the way they, they approach their at-bats. The concoction of suntan lotion and rosin has been around long before this spider Absolutely. stuff. And baseball teams were hitting well above 245 mm-hmm. when they're using the same stuff that Trevor Bauer just proved he's been using that Glasnow says he's been using. You bring this up all the time. The rules have on, been on the book since 1920. When they when the guy died, he was hit by a spitball. Right. And that, that's not even proven. You don't that's even so you, don't have, you don't even have proof that that was, you know, I, honestly, and, I wasn't there. I didn't see it, but And even then they grandfather 11 right. guys. And and what did I tell you? The one dude pitched till 1934. Yeah. So, why is um, he so lucky? Exactly. Why why was that guy allowed to keep throwing spitballs? I guess they didn't care at that point. They still didn't wear helmets back then either. But my point being is this has been on the books forever and you've never you've never actually enforced the rule. You caught Joe Necro cuz you got a tip. You've looked at other people's gloves. Jay Howell, I'll never forget this because I'm friends with Jay. Uh, The 88 playoffs between the Mets and the Dodgers, they threw him out of the game because he had pine tar on his glove. They knew it. Guys that played with him knew it. They got him. They they threw him out of the game. They enforced it then. So very few times have you actually enforced the rule. Why make this whole ridiculous rule up now? We're going to throw catchers out. How are you going to enforce that? 
You only have two catchers on the roster. What if both catchers have pine tar all over them? Because like you Ooh, said, because Justin Turner's got it all over him. Oh, you know what? I just touched, uh, you know, Vasquez's fingers. He's got it on. You're out of here. Remember the Yachty ball? That's Is that what you're going to say? say? Yes. Yachty ball that bounces up, hits, hits him in the chest protector. Can't find it. Can't find it. Can't it stuck find to it. him. Yeah, it stuck right to him. <laughs> But is that illegal for you know like a shortstop to have a little bit of pine tar on his wrist and be like, hey, it is now. He was just it is now. We just made we just made a rule. We can test anybody at any time, and this is why I brought up the thing with the officials in the NFL. You're going to make them experts on a concussion. You need a neurologist for that. You don't. You can't tell me that a guy's concussed by looking at him. Oh, he looks concussed because then I can take Aaron Rodgers and say he just got a hard hit right there. He's concussed. I've got money on the game through somebody else, and I'm going to fix this game and I'm going to take Aaron Rodgers out of the game. That's my problem with this. Is is you're going to make decisions based on what science? What science are you going to be able to definitively tell me? I just saw Adam Wainwright load up that ball. What? Did he lick his fingers? Did he put it on his hat? And and this is what Schilt was saying. When Mike Schilt said, you, you approached my pitcher, which is a huge no-no. The one thing at any level, even with my 10-year-olds, I don't want an umpire to ever talk to my kids. You want to say something about my kid using an illegal bat? Don't, don't grab them. Grab me. You could bring me out there. I'll talk to you about it. Don't talk to them. They're in a, a mode that I've tried to get them in to play baseball. Not to worry about, oh, you saw him do something illegally, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call him out on it. So you went to this Guillermo kid, and you pulled his hat off his head, and you said, we're sending this to the MLB laboratory. Whatever happened to that hat, by the way? I know. It went in the trash somewhere. Anyway, um, <laughs> and then the kid goes out, and he pitches well and stuff like We never hear anything about it. So, but you you could have affected the way the game ended just by pulling that hat off that kid. Remember, I've told you this story. Uh, Jack McKeon wouldn't let me pitch because of some rule that you can't cut your uniform, and they let me pitch in Stan Williams' uniform. That to me, that's that's a compromise, and that's that's evening the playing field. I'm fine with that, but that's also gamesmanship. But this crap of we're going to frisk people, we're going to frisk the catcher, we're going to have a checkpoint like a DUI checkpoint, you're, you're absolutely destroying the game, and you're embarrassing yourselves by doing it. Here's my thing about the whole spider tax. Spider tax, what we know of here in 2021, probably been around for about 20 years. Maybe you knew about it, maybe you didn't. Before spider tax, there was something else. Before that, there was something else. Guess what? After this spider tax, there's going to be something else. They're going to find, they're going to read the rule book as best they possibly can, and they will find something that is not listed, that you don't know about yet, that you don't know where they're going to hide it, and they're going to use it for about 25, 30 years until we find that. And it's, it's always an evolution on both sides. It's an evolution of the rule breakers making new ways to get away with things, or rule benders, I should say, and Major League Baseball trying to catch those culprits and coming up with different tactics into doing that. And it's just a big cat and mouse game that will always be there in baseball. And I 100% agree with you because growing up watching Lester Hayes and Bolitnikoff, you know, because I love the Oakland Athletics and the Oakland Raiders at the time, they had so much goop on their socks, it was insane. Nobody in, in the whole season would use that much goop. And that was one game. So they were going in the training room with a tongue depressor and putting that crap on the thing oh, just yeah. so they could have the stickiness on there. 
And they came up with other stuff. Right. Then somebody invented a spray. Yeah. Then and with pine tar, you originally had the rosin. Then they went to pine tar. Then they went to the Manny Moda stick. Now they've got the, the tack. Yeah. And they're putting all kinds of crap on their bats. Now they, you know what? We're just going to get rid of all the crap. We're going to wrap the bats with a sticky-like handle that the tennis players use. Hmm. Okay, and that's what we actually sell that at our place. The kids love it. You can put the Red Sox logo on it. You can put that. You can put the Smash Factory logo on it. It's cool. The kids love cool stuff. You know, so I, I just think, and, and with the not just the sticky substance, there's always going to be a better version of stuff. They didn't have axe handle bats when I played. I would have right. loved that. Right. You know, they didn't have this tacky crap when I played. I honestly would have tried it. I would have tried to perfect it, but that along the same lines of doing my job, I'm not going to go off the deep end when every newfangled thing comes out. What did John just tell you about swing aids? Golf swing things have been around forever. There were baseball bat swing things, and they're out right now. There used to be one that had four fans on it. Oh, I, and you yeah, remember yeah. those meatheads that yeah. used to swing those? This will, this will speed up you your bat speed. One, I have one for golf. Oh, of course man. you do. <laughs> I, I need not anymore. Because as soon as I can get a sucker to buy that stuff, then a million people will buy it. But that's my point. That there's always, Ben just made a great point. There's always going to be someone that's trying to bend the rules, yeah. try to get away for, around the rules. And I just think, listen, Guys, we know you're this was the same thing, the memo that came out about the cheating with the play-by-play stuff before 2017. They sent memos out. They didn't just change a rule. They sent memos out and said, we will enforce this. You should have just enforced the rules on the books, right. and we, we would have just uh, gotten away with all this stuff, and it wouldn't be embarrassing the game right now because there's too many great things going on in baseball right now, especially with a lot of these young Blue Jays players and the Braves are playing the Red Sox. And I want to watch Acuna uh, versus Verdugo. I don't want to be looking at the pitcher going, is he Evaldi got crap on his fingers? I mean, that's it's just it's disturbing to me that we've taken the focus off the greatness of baseball. All right, I got the next best substance. <laughs> How has nobody tried this? Because this was not outlawed. Boogers. No, not boogers. <laughs> so why not use Ben Gay or Icy Hot or Tiger Bomb? Jesus mix Christ, that you with ever ro- put that in your eye? I'm not just Ooh, mix point. that with the rosin and see what happens. Because if sunscreen and rosin makes a grip substance, why can't Bengay, Icy Hot, or Tiger Bot, anything like that? I, and it's listen, not been outlawed. I agree. I think it's legal. I think that's the compromise that you just say, guys, we got this stuff in the jar. We're going to put it in the dugout like the iPad. Jim Duquette made this point, by the way. This is not my point. I'm not going to try to take it. He said, listen, you went overboard with the replay rooms. Now you have a compromise. You have the iPads on the dugout. No one's saying anything about it. It just you didn't need to go all the way overboard with the whole foreign substance stuff. Come to a, an agreement that listen, this is what we're not going to use. This is what you're allowed to use, and just move forward. Yeah, this is what will happen the the remainder of the year. It will be just like '95 in my head. From '95 to probably 2015, it's out of my head these days. But when a guy is around 50 home runs, the first question I have is testing. Right? Is he on something? Now. With pitching, anytime you see a no-hitter or somebody go to the eighth with a no-hitter or a perfect game, you're not going to be thinking, wow, what a great performance. Yeah. What's he using? What's on his hands? <laughs> That's sad. Agree with you 100%. Let's talk to our good friend Eduardo Perez, ESPN baseball analyst, former major leaguer. He's doing some uh, some College World Series stuff. Also, I'm sure I want to get his take on the whole foreign substance stuff because he actually played a lot later than I did, so he saw a lot of this stuff. I mean, I, honestly, I, I, I'm floored 
by some of the stuff that these players are using and actually bringing into games. I think it's pretty cool. At the same time, I think that uh, it's unfortunate that it's gotten to this point. Eduardo Perez joins us next on the Rob Dibble Show with Ben Dardell on your afternoon drive. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 